Welcome to Cinema 7, I am Mario B, and on this episode, I'm going to thank anyone and everyone who has helped, supported, and been a part of Cinema 7. As you know, the next episode, or the last episode, which is the next episode, is next week. So if you're listening to this, you know that I'm hyping or promoting the final episode. What Really what I'm going to do on this episode is I'm going to go over some things. I'm just going to create some small talk. Uh, I'm going to have some fun with random generated questions. I found a website that generate random questions. And I'm going to, if I have time, rank the Star Wars movies uh, in my own personal order from favorite to uh, least rewatchable. And what I mean by that is I don't want to say least favorite because I love all of Star Wars and I think there are too many toxic Star Wars fans out there that are hating on all of Star Wars. As much as I dislike the sequel trilogy, I'm going to try to be respectful and say I just don't watch them as much as I do the other Star Wars. So it's my favorite to least rewatch them. That's if I can get to that. Before I get into all the goodies that I'm going to talk about on this episode, and before I thank everyone who supported the podcast, I do want to mention that Cinema 7 now has a number and a voicemail set up for you to contact. The number is 757-384-6667. And you can call us, you can leave a voicemail, you can ask us a question, and it will be featured on the final episode. So make sure to dial that number. It's again, it's 757-384-6667. Like I said, call, say whatever the heck you want to, ask us a question, uh, tell us what you liked about the podcast, tell us what you didn't like about the podcast. I don't really care. Just call that number, leave a voicemail, and we will feature it on the final episode. Now, I did want to talk about Prey. Uh, On the last episode, me and Chris Hawk dabbled in it. Uh, I mentioned I didn't see all of it. Chris Hawk didn't, but he also watched it since then, and we'll hopefully go over it on the last episode. For being new and different, but having that Hunter's spirit like the original, I think it was... uh, I think they did a really good job with this movie. Uh, Bill Duke, who was in the original, he praised... The movie and he and the lead actress. I have a screenshot of the uh, tweet he sent it out. He says, "Have you checked out the Prey movie on Hulu? If not, do watch it. It's an amazing film. Amber Mid Thunder is phenomenal. This young woman has brought has a bright career ahead of her. As Governor Vachora mentioned, and welcomed you to the Predator family. I see you." She did a fantastic job. I'm personally, as a Predator fan, I'm glad that Predator is getting the love it's, it, that it's getting out there in social media and, and with uh, all the film buffs and people that review stuff. Next week on the last episode, I will personally rank the Predator movies, and Chris Hawk will rank the movies in one of his favorite franchises. So you have to listen and find out. And not only that, we're going to be ranking. Favorite movies of the last decade. So from the last 10 years, we personally will set pick in our own personal ranking what we thought were the best movies uh, from 2012 to to this year. Uh, Back to Prey, though. The the movie to me is an achievement to streaming movies, uh, movies that aren't 
more than 90, 90 minutes. It's definitely an achievement for that. Uh, personally, it does have its issues. It's mostly pacing, in my opinion. The final act happens pretty fast. I gave it an 8.2 out of 10. It's definitely my top 10 of the year. Uh, also, I watched uh, Light and Magic. That was awesome. Chris Hawk was right. It is most definitely my type of thing. I loved watching it. I appreciate the work of Industrial Light and Magic, and I appreciate the level of detail George Lucas wanted. Uh, can we please get a Skywalker Sound docuseries now? Please and thank you. Well, I ran through the beginning pretty quick, but uh, let's uh, let's go over these random generated questions. I only have five. I'm going to try to answer them real quick and as best as I can. All right, let's do the first one here. What was the most overhyped place you've ever traveled to? Huh, I'd have to say probably Anaheim. It's all hotels and 90s attraction restaurants, uh, mostly highway, surround the area. It's a little underwhelming. Uh, the only thing going for that area is the conventions at the convention center and Disneyland. All right, let's do another one here. What is a controversial opinion you have? Uh, well, okay, I'm going to throw this out there. This is the first thing that comes to mind. I think the average person or more poor families should have the same, if not better, benefits than most of those in the military. That's my controversial statement for the podcast. Let's do another one. For a relationship or relationships, do you think we should share and discuss our finances? Yes. Uh, communication and openness for all the above is a key factor in any relationship, uh, especially with a significant other. The only way to build the future or to get the equal goals with your partner is to find common ground and to work toward common goals together as a unit. All right, here we go, number four. Where in the world would you live, or where in the world would you like to live? What's the reason for it? Uh, Japan, most definitely. One, the food. Two, probably be because they really like wrestling, and I'm, a, I'm really passionate about professional wrestling. Uh, three, the culture is very respectful, and I think I would fit in with the culture there, just based on my personality. And, uh, you know, obviously video games and Godzilla and Ultraman. So I think I would love to live in Japan and I think I would definitely fit in. It would be very hard for me to learn the language, though. Uh, but I, I think I could make it work. All right, last one. Uh, all right, uh, here we go. On a personal level, comma, which pizza topping do you relate to the most? First thing that comes to mind, pineapple, because nobody wants me. Just like pineapple on top of pizza. All right, this is, uh, I didn't think I would get through all that as fast as I did, but uh, before I get into my ranking of the Star Wars movies, because I'm hyping up the ranking of our favorite franchise movies and the top 10 movies or ranking of the best movies of the last decade which is going to happen on the last podcast. We're also going to go over notes, talk about some things we talked about in the very first episode of Cinema 7. Uh, and I should say it's just me and Chris Hawk. I am, 
I guess sad is the word, heartbroken that John will not join us. He does not feel like he was a key member of the podcast or truly was. I, I don't understand why. Every graphic I made, everything I ever included him in, included him in and social media posts i felt like he was a bigger member than josh haddock's was and that that doesn't that's not taking away what josh haddock's gave the podcast because josh was one of the very first members he was the one of the three first members and i appreciate everything that josh gave to the podcast john uh came in and and filled in in a big way he came up with many things which i'll talk about when i give my thanks so him not being able to have time or make time or wanting to be on the podcast kind of really upsets me, but it's going to be me and Chris Hawk, and it, it does feel uh, bittersweet. Me and Chris Hawk have been doing this since 2016. He's been my partner in crime. We created the Fire Nice episodes because uh, we couldn't get Josh on or we couldn't get John on. And uh so me and Chris Hawk tried to create episodes for just me and him when we would do it. But the last episode is next week. Uh we're gonna be doing a lot of interesting things. There's gonna be some surprise uh topics going on and I uh, hope you guys pay attention not pay attention, but I hope you guys uh listen in and give us some positive feedback on the last episode. But for my ranking of the Star Wars movies, from my favorite to my least rewatchable, I'd probably have to go with number one, favorite, uh, The Phantom Menace. It's the first Star Wars movie I saw in theaters. It was a big deal to me at the time. I absolutely love that movie. Yes, it is a lot of nostalgia related, but I do think there's things in that movie that people don't normally catch on to. Uh, there's a lot of themes, there's a, a lot of uh, hidden detail when you really think about it. And a lot of the reasons people hate on the movie, uh, I, I just don't really, I guess, see personally. So I really enjoy The Phantom Menace, that's my favorite. Uh, next would probably be A New Hope. I would say uh, that could be number one but I have it behind Phantom Menace. Uh, A New Hope is what kicked it all off. It's the first Star Wars movie I've seen at home on VHS, and it's the most quotable to me. Number three would probably be Revenge of the Sith, and that's mostly because of storytelling purposes. I think uh, the pacing and the storytelling elements throughout the movie the dramatics uh the emotions it's all there and i think it deserves the number three spot episode three for number three number four i really want to put empire strikes back here just because it is probably the best uh film in the star wars saga the skywalker saga excuse me but I think I gotta put episode two here because I can rewatch episode two anytime. Attack of the Clones is one of my personal uh favorites just 
based on how many times I can rewatch it and not get tired of it. A lot of people are going to be like, yo, what the heck? That's the worst one. I'm getting there. So I, after that, I'd probably put Empire Strikes Back at number five. Uh, and then after Empire Strikes Back is Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi is... I have grown to appreciate it more as I get older because of the father-son reflection within the story and how Vader and Luke, uh, I think the whole family aspect of Return of the Jedi is really deep and you see it better when you're older and it's masked by a weird Jabba palace scene which is like the new cantina and uh, Ewoks. I will say, though, I really want to see Both and Spies. Okay, and they better be little hairy guys. Number seven would probably be Rogue One. I, I would put it higher, believe it or not, but I rewatched it recently, and it doesn't... Not that it doesn't hold up, but I kind of see what a lot of people were complaining about when it first came out. Uh, you kind of already know these characters' fates, and it's hard to get behind what they're doing when you already know what the outcome's going to be. Number eight is probably Solo for me. I really enjoyed Solo more than I thought it would when it first was announced, and as we were approaching the release of Solo, I was like, this movie doesn't need to be made. It's pointless. There's no need for this movie to be made, and I've ranted about it on the podcast forever if you want to go back into the archives and listen to me rant about it. And all of my friends know how much I despise the idea of this movie. When it came out, it tied in some prequel elements, it made me a fan, and I enjoy it more than the sequel trilogy. Number nine would probably be The Last Jedi. That is correct. I like it more than the other uh, movies in the sequel trilogy. And that is because it does something different or tries to. And me and Chris Hawk recently talked about it. You can listen to our episode of The Last Jedi Revisited Fire Night Special. I thought it had a lot of potential. And though it fell flat to me, I can still see it for the value of that potential. Then after that, I would put The Force Awakens. Uh, It is better than Rise of Skywalker, but it is also a New Hope rehash. And uh, the whole mystery box elements that it sets up uh, that doesn't get, that they don't tie up, which is Ryan Johnson's fault, kind of just leaves me there not wanting to watch it. It's hard to rewatch for me. And then last but not least is Rise of Skywalker. And that is because I can't bring myself to even rewatch Rise of Skywalker. Me and Chris Hawk talked about it. I haven't even seen it since it came out in the movie theater. And uh, I don't know what else to add to that. So that, that's my ranking personally from favorite to least rewatchable Star Wars. I'll go over it again. Okay, so we got. Phantom Menace, A New Hope, Revenge of the Sith, Attack of the Clones, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, Rogue One, Solo, The Last Jedi, The Force Awakens, Rise of Skywalker. 
That's my list. And I'm sticking to it. So I have some weekly recommends. Uh, we used to do this back in the day. We used to recommend something. It didn't go over very well because nobody was really prepared. So we had to change the, the format. Uh, I'm going to recommend the Orville. I will always recommend the Orville. The new episode, or the new season, New Horizons, starts off uh, pretty slow, in my opinion, but it gets really good as it goes on. They just added all the seasons to Disney+, Plus, so you can stream them there, but they're also on Hulu. Definitely check out The Orville. Now, I would recommend this band. It's not really my thing. It's a pop band. I'm not, not a really big fan behind most of their songs and what they're singing about. Is uh, ARJ or AJR. I forget the name. Someone I interacted with, a, a, a child, said that that was their favorite band. And it, I reminded them from someone in the band. But I'm not going to suggest them at all. Okay? I wish I could. Okay, for real. For music recommendations, check out the band TWRP. Uh, For movies, obviously I'm going to recommend Prey. If you're a Predator fan, if you're an Alien fan, if you're a fan of that genre, if you're a fan of badass woman leads who kick ass and take names, break necks, cash checks, go check out Prey. So I wanted to end this episode with some thank yous. Uh, I could, I guess I could have done it at the beginning, but I wanted to end the episode thanking everyone who, like I said, has helped, supported, or have been a part of Cinema 7. No matter, you know, our personal beef or whatever the matter could be. So I want to thank, first and foremost, Chris Hawk. He's been with me since the beginning and he's still going strong. As you can tell, he's going to be on the last episode with me. I want to thank Josh Haddix. He's the guy who kind of started it all. He's the one that put the idea in my head. He wanted to do it, but it was me and him. Now, his idea of the podcast was uh, more independent and obscure films, alternative type of films. We didn't really do that for him, and I apologize. Well, with Swiss Army Man, I guess. Next is uh, Ronnie. Uh, I will always be thankful and grateful, appreciative of your support. Thank you for making me smile. You believed in me when I doubted myself. And thank you for staying as long as you did. Unfortunately for me, because uh, I'm still not over things like you, how fast you got over things, I'll say. And um, it sucks that I will always love you as I did when I last held your hand. I want to thank Joey Hill, he's been on the podcast many times and he lended his voice and he sounded really good on a podcast. I think he should be doing podcasts or something along the lines of talking because he has a good voice for it. Uh, Justin Genova, I'm sorry, uh, lost episode. Chris Poole, Fireside Comics. Andrew Spoon, Amusement Sparks. I want to thank Kenya and Christina for the Woman Perspective episodes. Chris Megan, I want to thank you. You were wonderful. Paul Cram, I want to thank Luke Fry, Scott Dye, Kevin Balin, Josh Porter. Uh, I want to thank George. I want to thank my dad, my uncle Matt Nixon. I want to thank Alberto for lending his voice with a simple yes and no. 
I want to thank Violet Bakari, and last but not least, the best for last, John Kenoki. And that's for his work and effort in making us a legit podcast by setting us up, getting us support, getting us ads, along with finding us a voice that gave us a different taste to it that no one else was doing in helping us gain originality. Thank you to everyone who supported, actually listened, and shared the podcast with others. Thank you to anyone who liked our podcast on social media and liked our posts. Thank you to anyone who supported me and tried to push me with the podcast. I appreciate everyone who put up with me or us changing the format all the time and trying new things. And last but not least, I hope you guys all stay tuned for the last episode. Please listen to the last episode. We'll keep all our episodes and social media up for a good while uh, so you can enjoy listening to it and listening to our growth throughout the last six years. Now, you all know Josh Haddix if you've been sticking with us since the very beginning. He was one of the original members of Cinema 7. It was me, Chris Hawk, and Josh Haddix. This whole podcast was Josh Haddix's idea, like I said, and I wanted him to record something, uh, say something as we're ending the podcast to get, you know, what the podcast meant to him. He didn't send me a recording, but he sent me a giant text, an email that said, Cinema 7 Memoir by Josh Haddix. I didn't feel like reading all this because this is a lot. So what I did is I found a Google text-to-speech, and I'm going to have an automated voice uh, read it to you in the podcast. So here we go. Wow, it has been a while, that is for sure. I remember being not even 21 years old yet and helping out on the podcast. Here I am now, a 27-year-old who is working at an office job. I became the exact person I did not want to be when I was young and that is okay as long as I am happy and I am. Oh how the times have changed. Cinema 7 was a fucking blast. I always wanted to review movies like my favorite YouTubers Jeremy Johns, Angry Joe, Chris Stuckman, etc. What Mario and some of us did really helped me branch out in the movie community. When I started, I always did the blockbuster type movies with some indie movies sprinkled in. Now, I am watching all movies from all around the world. If you have me on Facebook, then you know I review some weird movies. One of my fondest memories of Cinema 7 was Swiss Army Man. No one had any idea what we were getting into that night. We were finishing up an episode and literally at the end we all said let's go watch it. I remember Chris Hawk just loving the fart scene in the beginning. Once the movie wrapped up, we went back to Hawk's house and recorded a review for it. Little fun fact, I still have the Swiss Army Man towel from the Regal Crown Club and it is in good condition still. Fast forward after Swiss Army Man and me and Mario saw Green Room. To just hear Mario gasp at the violence was worth admission alone. To me, the point of the podcast was not to get famous, or, make money. It was to meet fellow like-minded individuals and talk about what we all love and have in common which is movies. Thank you Josh, I really appreciate those words. Especially, I want to say thank you to Robot Josh for reading those words. That is Robot Josh Haddix now. But that's not it. Josh also wanted to give us a review for a movie he saw. And like I said, he was into very obscure movies. Uh, I would classify them as alternative. They're, uh, they're out there. Now, 
This movie is called I'm Thinking of Ending Things. And this is Josh Haddock's review of this movie, or a.k.a. Robot Josh. I do not want to get all somber in this goodbye message, so I will let Mario read to you all my exclusive, more in-depth, review of I'm Thinking of Ending Things. I will not be discussing the plot as I believe you should watch it first before reading into it. This movie to me is horror. Not scary, in your face, giving me nightmares, horror. More of a realistic fear. That fear of being alone and just going through final thoughts before suicide. I will admit, it did not click with me until about halfway through the movie what was happening. We are witnessing a senior citizen's memories, or how he remembers them, of a life he could have had if he only asked the girl out. Repeating dialogue and repeating scenes and at one time switching female leads really adds to the horror aspect for me. You, the old man, is trying to find anything to stop him from killing himself but we all know no matter what, he will do it. It is just a matter of time. The fear comes from just being on the edge of just ending it all. That is the last thing your mind is trying to do to stop you. Nobody wants to kill themselves but rather, they feel like they have to. I am no poet and to this day I still cannot put into words how I really feel about this movie. That is why it is so great. It makes you think about it long after you see it. It slowly becomes a memory until you bring it up again and remember new things to add to your memory. Similar to what the old man is doing. Those are Josh Haddock's words written down. It's just read by Robot Josh Haddock's. And I really feel like I'm going to have to watch this movie. I'm thinking of ending things. I'm going to have to watch this now, okay? Gosh darn it, Josh Haddock's. Now I have to watch it. Josh also wanted to say what I'm going to have Robot Josh say, and followed by his favorite movie quote. Now, Mario wanted me to tell him one of my favorite movie quotes. Now I could go the Josh joke route and say my favorite quote is, Ah, Saw franchise. I rather end it with a very good quote from one of the first films I ever saw when I moved back to VA Beach. The quote is from the movie Her by Spike Jones. Enjoy. Take care everyone and thank you for listening to Cinema 7. It's like I'm reading a book and it's a book I deeply love. But I'm reading it slowly now. So the words are really far apart and the spaces between the words are almost infinite. I can still feel you and the words of our story, but it's in this endless space between the words that I'm finding myself now. It's a place that's not of the physical world. It's where everything else is that I didn't even know existed. I love you so much, but this is where I am now. And this is who I am now. And I need you to let me go as much as I want to. I can't live in your book anymore. Thank you, Josh Haddix, for those words. Thank you, Robot Josh Haddix, for reading those words. And the movie is Her by Spike Jones, uh, Joaquin Phoenix, and that was Scarlett Johansson who plays the uh, uh, the the phone, like a Siri character that falls in love with Joaquin Phoenix. It's a really good movie. Check it out if you haven't seen it. And again, thank you, Josh. I love you, man. And don't worry, you you are where you need to be. 
and uh, you had a beautiful wedding. I was happy to be a part of it, and I was happy to be there. Uh, you have a beautiful wife. Uh, you guys, uh, you're doing everything you can for each other, and that's all you need in life, my man. Keep keep doing what you're doing. So I have a couple things for uh, motivation or advice this week. Uh, one, I'm going to say, don't judge unless you know the story. You know both sides or every side. And even if you know the story, who the fuck are you to pass judgment? Stop judging people. The other thing I'm going to say is work on communication. Work on setting boundaries. Share with your partners. Share with your friends. Open up. Be vulnerable with each other. Communicate any and all issues and tell the people you love that you love them. Tell people what they mean to you. And, you know, for your own mental stability, like I said, you got to set boundaries so that uh, people love you your way. And so you can learn to love people their way as well. Take care of yourself mentally, physically. Love yourself as best as you can. One day at a time, one goal at a time. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you for exploring with us. And thank you for watching with us. And if I may add one more thing, I just want to say that I wanted to make beautiful things, even if nobody cared. See you later, alligators. There ain't nobody here who can cause me pain or raise my fear Cause I got only love to share If you're looking for truth, I'm proof you'll find it there to go somewhere ain't that true not a whole lot of time for me or you got a whole lot of reasons to be mad let's not pick one i live in a room at the top of the stairs got my windows wide open and nobody cares and i got no choice but to get right up when the sun comes through ain't no man can save me there ain't no man can enslave me there ain't no man There ain't nobody here who can cause me pain or raise my fear Cause I got only love to share If you're looking for truth, I'm proof you'll find it there If you're looking for truth, I'm proof you'll find it there If you're looking for truth, I'm proof you'll find it My mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.